0: Statements of opinion. I'm your host, Francine Vasquez, and in this podcast, I'll be talking about everyday events, happenings, pet peeves, and everything under the sun in order to provide you with a fun and sometimes serious look at life. In this episode, I thought I would talk about something that has been all over the place lately. If you have Netflix, you know about it. And that is Squid Game. Now, As a warning, there are going to be tons and tons of spoilers. This is a spoiler alert. I am going to talk about everything that happens in Squid Games. Okay, so I'm not holding back. So if you haven't seen it yet and you don't want to hear about it, this is not the episode you should be listening to. As I'm warning you now, there's going to be a total spoiler, including all the twists and surprises and the finale. So I'm going to get into it. So if you don't want to know Squid Game, don't listen. But I highly recommend that you go watch it. Okay, so Squid Game. Squid Game is a TV a limited series on Netflix, and it is basically about um, Koreans who are down on their luck, heavily in debt, Millions and billions of won in debt. And so they basically end up signing a contract to play a series of games. A series of six games. Where if they win all six games, then they're going to get millions and millions of won. No, I think it's billion. I think it's like 45 billion won. So that's a lot. <laughs> But the players don't actually know what happens if they lose. I, I don't even think any of them think to ask this uh, before they sign up for the first game. So, you know, it just kind of the story starts off the first episode following a few key characters who um, don't have a lot of money and are down on their luck. The, the, the main character is Kiwon. I, I don't know how to say his name. Yeah, I think it's Gyun. I think I'm saying that right. Gyun. Sung Gyun is the main character. It follows him. You know, he is a gamble-holic. He's addicted to gambling. He spends all of his money on that, his mother's money on that. He has a daughter that he doesn't really take care of, like he can't afford to take care of because he always is gambling. And he's about to lose her permanently because she's about to move with her stepfather and her mom to the United States. So that's his kind of catalyst to go. Plus his mom is going through some medical issues and he needs money for that. And that's kind of how he ends up getting into the game. Then there are a few other characters. I can't remember when they introduced them into the game, but I don't want to get too into it. This isn't really a recap of each episode. Um so I don't want to get detailed into it, but another key cast member is Cho sang woo and that's a guy that Yoon kind of grew up with and is always talking about and kind of, you know, is always um putting him up as like he kind of went to the Harvard of um schools in Korea. Seoul National University. And then there are some others like Kang Sae Byuk. She's a, a a North Korean defector. And then Oh Il Nam is the old man who decides to play the game. And there's Duk Su, who also plays the game. And there's Ali. And then there's Han Min who is kind of like the crazy lady. And there's a few other characters but those are the main ones so anyway the first game is red light green light and I don't know if you've ever played this it's I didn't realize that it was like an international thing that everybody knows what it is but basically one person kind of hides their eyes and says green light and you run up to that person and you're supposed to kind of try and either touch them or pass a line before they turn around and say red light, and then they look. If they see you still moving after they've said red light, then you're out. And in this game, you're eliminated. So they're all playing this game. She says red light in this big giant mechanical thing. It's really freaky and creepy. And she turns around, and somebody moves, and bam, gets shot in the head. Then somebody else moves, bam, gets shot in the head. Then everybody starts realizing oh my gosh, eliminated means you're killing me. So then there's a big run for the doors, and of course all of those people get killed. And so that's how the first game goes, where basically half the people end up dead. So anyway, the thing that I was thinking about is this is crazy. Who signs up for a game like that? Let me back up, because obviously people who are desperate for money signed up for a game, but they didn't know it at the time. But here's where the crazy thing is. They're able to, if if the majority decides, if the majority agrees, they can end this game. And the majority doesn't decide to end the game. Although a lot of people, actually half of the people, decided to keep playing after finding out that elimination mean, meant death. Crazy. I can't even, I don't know why they would be okay with that. But anyway, they go away with the... um. Cavett, that they can come back. If a majority comes back, they can start the game over again. And that's what happens. Like 93% of the people come back knowing that they're going to die if they lose a game. And this is what happens in each episode. There's a new game and they keep getting killed. And it's crazy. And it gets worse and worse. And it's more inventive and more inventive. And I'm like, how could you possibly say, yeah, I'd rather take my chances dying (laughs) than dealing with debt. I mean, hasn't anybody in this game ever heard of bankruptcy? Like, that's a real thing, right? Don't they have that in Korea? Now, I don't know. I don't, you know, maybe that's more strict. Maybe they, you know, it's too hard to do it. Maybe it's more devastating. I don't understand. But I feel like that would have been better than saying, yeah, I think I want to go, and you know, roll the dice, and maybe I'll die, but hey, maybe I'll win billions of won. You know, I mean, kind of like guys, look at your track record. You're in debt because it hasn't really worked out for you, and you know, for the for the main character, Sanghyeon. You've been gambling and losing all this time. Why would you continue to take the biggest gamble ever, which is your life, and keep playing the game? Now, you know, skipping forward, it it works out pretty well for him. It seems like that's the one gamble that pays off because he ends up winning, right? So you could argue, hey, he should have, right? But yeah, I can't imagine any circumstances being so bad that I'm going to be like, yeah, yeah yeah, I'll take the risk to being eliminated. No, 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 I won't. No, I won't. I will not take that risk at all. So don't even look my way. Not going to sign that, would not sign that. But I guess, you know, thinking about it more, I guess it's not that far-fetched because these people did sign away the rights to their body parts. You know, signing a contract that stated that if they didn't pay then they'd lose their kidney or their eye or things like that. I mean, I don't know. I guess if you're signing away your body, signing away your life isn't that much different anyway. So, I don't know. I also wonder, you know, the the main, the person that, that's behind all the scenes is the old man. And nobody knows that, right? Until the very end. How depraved how wicked how how I don't even know what to say to play a game not to to create a game that ends in the death of hundreds of people per game and per cycle and at one point you see when the there's a police officer who kind of sneaks in and when you see that he gets into the records room and this game's been going on for years and years and years. That's thousands of people, thousands and thousands of people who are dead. Nobody misses them. There isn't some, you know, uh, uh, alarm in, in the cities and towns. People aren't filing missing person links because some of these people are not, you know, it's not like they're they're all homeless and they're all you know degenerates and stuff some of these people are wealthy some of these people not wealthy obviously cuz they need the money but they're not all complete throwaways and rejects somebody's going to miss these people and i can't imagine that hundreds and thousands of people can just disappear so so that's crazy the other thing that they never addressed in in the first season is the red shaped people You know All the people who are wearing the circles and the squares and the triangles, where did they come from? How did you recruit them? We see how they recruited the players, but how did they recruit them? How could they recruit them? What are they holding over their heads or how much money are they paying them to get them to be indifferent to human suffering? Because that's what has to happen in order for them to be able to do that job. They have to be indifferent. Because they're picking up the bodies and they're they're shooting people when they lose the game and people are begging and pleading and crying and they're unmoved and they're not swayed at all. They're also incinerating the bodies. There's a few of them that are even stealing uh, body parts for the black market. But how is it that they're able to be that indifferent and participate in that? So that's that's my question. How long has the game been going? Where did the VIPs come from and how did they find out about it? And, um, you know, on and on and on. I I just think that this is a really well done series. I, I'm not really sure how it can continue on. I mean, I know it ends with we're thinking that Gyeon is going to go looking for the people who created this game. And hopefully to stop it. Because he obviously seems totally disgusted by it. Because what he's he has suffered through. Is so traumatic. That he won't even spend the money that he won. For over a year. So you know that's got to be something. That says something right. So you know. He's too disgusted to spend that money right. And so you know. He's going to try and put a stop to it. So I, you know. I don't know. Other than pursuing it, what else will happen? Will there be another set of um, squid games that we're going to be watching? Um, Is Gion somehow going to be stuck in it again or not? Uh, So I'm not really sure what, other than him trying to stop it, what the second season would be about and how you would be able to continue the interest. I mean, part of what made this such a great, series was the shock value, because it's unlike anything you've ever seen before. Nobody expected half the players to die in the first episode, (laughs) in the first game, in the first episode. It's something that seems so innocent as um, Red Light, Green Light. So you are, you know, it's in your face, the brutality that you're about to see. And so that kind of shock value, isn't it worn off for the second season? Are they going to have new games, or will it be the same games? Will we see those games, or will we only see the drama and everything else behind the scenes? So it's a really interesting question, but I think it was done really well. It it reminds me of other movies and, and things that deal with people using human beings for sport. I can't think of the name of the movie, but there's a movie where people rich people are hunting poor people, you know, in the woods and things like that. So it it definitely happens in movies. It's not a new concept in that way that rich people are using poor people for their entertainment and the poor people die as part of it. But so that's not new, but the way they did it to me, so smart. It's like, Genius! I, you know, I would have never thought of that, and nobody else would have. I think I really enjoyed it. I felt like it was entertaining. I think that there was good comic relief. Gyun is a very funny guy, and so there's there is comedy in the face of all this tragedy and horror. So I really enjoyed it. I mean, I loved the twist about, um, the old man being the guy who was pulling the strings. That was something that I didn't guess. And then the cop's brother is the front man. And that's another question. How did he become front man? How did he go from winning the, the, um, squid game in his year to becoming front man? Like that seems to be a huge leap, doesn't it? Um, was he so good at, beating everybody else so ruthless? Was he kind of like Sangwoo that that he was just killing everybody and anybody without abandon? And so they were like, hey, you'd be a great front man. Uh, You know, how did that happen? How did they need a new front man? So, you know, I actually also don't think that his brother is dead. I think he shot him in the shoulder on purpose, knowing he would fall into the water and have a chance at survival. I mean, Even as heartless and ruthless these people are, you still have to be some special kind of son of a bitch to shoot your own brother and kill him. So it would really be interesting to see that part of it and see, did he survive and what happens? Obviously, the police do not come and don't believe him because, you know, a year later, they're still playing the game. So I think there is an opportunity here to keep us going and um so i I hope that they'll be able to write a good script and come back and and give us more of the same but let me know if you've seen squid game let me know how you feel do you enjoy it did you enjoy it is it too too bloody for you you know you're too squeamish or was it like oh yeah that was great that was great great fun and entertainment (laughs) Let me know in the comments. Thank you for listening. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any new content. And I'll talk to you next time.